Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Here we are. Very excited to be here, Jeff, on a Friday. Yep. Everybody made it through the rain. Yeah. Those slick conditions. There were a couple of people. Yeah. Yeah. I had a Honda Civic just come flying up on me on um, Ronald Reagan this morning. I'm like, what's happening? People got no sense. Yeah. We got a story about terrible drivers today. And he was like all over, like weaving. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm what like, are you what doing? is happening? Can't you feel your car on the road? Yeah. Not that there's ever a good car to do that in, but especially a Honda Civic. <laughs> right. I don't have a whole lot of weight there. Ooh. Yeah. In the event of an emergency. Quite a drifter. Uh, but we got a lot to get you caught up on this morning. Uh, Britney Spears' mom is now shopping at the Dollar General. Um, <laughs> Out of necessity, supposedly. <laughs> well, you know, I'll a lot of great my bargains feelings there. on that when we talk about it. <laughs> okay. No shame in that, but oh, how times have changed. Yep. Also, Kelly Clarkson's ex has to pay her $2.6 million. Wait till you hear this story. Mm-hmm. And a couple traded Taylor Swift tickets for a free wedding venue. Oh my gosh. Right? Who got the better end of that? This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com surgery has an art i looked at my phone to shut off the alarm and on there is the date december 1st can you believe it's december already and i am officially in the christmas spirit (gasps) you are yeah what happened we, we hit December, and suddenly just my state of mind is well, now just, all about Christmas. You got out Christmas the Mannheim steamroller. You're right. <laughs> I know. Our You're elf, such a different man our than you used to be. Pixie came alive this morning, good. too, you guys. Our elf on the shelf, Pixie. Oh. Pixie is in the basement um, on our Bud Light Neon. Well, oh, that's a good place. Yeah. yeah. She likes to hit the sauce over yeah. there. She's going to need it over the next <laughs> yeah, she does. few weeks. Uh, coming up, a couple. The couple that traded Taylor Swift tickets for a free wedding venue. We got a possible inspiring idea for you coming down the pike. Also, Kelly Clarkson's ex. Why her ex has to pay her $2.6 million. We'll get to both those stories wow. here in a bit. But first, let's begin this hour's e-news with Britney Spears this morning. Yeah, this is what happens. 
You know, when conservatorship money runs out, Britney Spears' mom, Lynn Spears, was spotted shopping at a Dollar General in her hometown of Kentwood, Louisiana. Now, to be fair, maybe Lynn like has always yes. shopped at Dollar General. There are some people that just love Dollar General. That's My mom gets very excited same. about going to Dollar General I and concur. finding things. Well, Dollar you General's know. not like the Dollar Tree. No, it's not. It's more like Walmart. Yeah. You yeah. can buy alcohol. You can buy beer there. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. It's, it's a small grocery store. We call it the DG. The DG. Yes. Yeah. She loves going in there and buying fake flowers to stick in her planters out in front of her house and gift bags. Let me just say those are the top two purchases I think my mom makes. It's also a solid place for kids crafts because they always have like a crafting aisle as well as snacks. Yeah. Solid snacks. But they're making it out like she's destitute now which is why she has to shop at the Dollar General. Correct. And there's been talk that she's been having financial issues these days and she's been selling Britney's belongings in order to keep her head above water. She is denying these claims. She was also rocking a designer purse and driving a white Mercedes, both of which she could have obtained before the wheels fell off the family gravy train. So who knows for sure what's going on? But I love seeing someone roll up to a Dollar General in a Rolls Royce, though. But you know what? And then somebody will say, "Well, that's how they afford the Rolls." That's exactly my thought. Yes, well, that's how they afford it. They save money other places. You love it when people say that, right? Do. Yeah, but this. (laughs) Shut up! This part of Louisiana where they live. It's pretty rural, so it's probably like, you know how you go to rural? She doesn't have a lot of options. That's exactly right. I was getting ready to say, like, when you go to rural areas, they have Family Dollar and Dollar General, and that to me is probably what she's doing. (laughs) She's not going to drive all the way to Baton Rouge to go to the mall or wherever is the big city. Yep. Mm -hmm. To get get some golden grams. Tell me what she's buying there. Tell me what she's buying there. So they have these knockoff goldfish crackers that are called whales. They're usually around $1.30, $1.40. She's getting that there. She's also getting her freeze-dried fruit packets. That's the other thing we like to buy there. And then they have this little packet combo of juicy juice apple juices that are $1 and you get four little boxes. Do they have chia pets? Probably. Uh, probably towards the front. Because I'm Seasonal. seeing a lot of Chia Pet commercials right now. I just saw the Baby Yoda. Yes. And, that, and that is a really cute one. I don't think I've ever owned a Chia. No, I might have owned one, a head. I bought Tim somebody's one. Head I did it one that year. Point. Was it a Golden Girls one? Yeah, I bought yeah. Tim a Golden yeah. Girls head once. He did it. Well, mm. it wouldn't surprise me if she gets an endorsement deal out of this. <laughs> she should. Appearance. That would be great. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Uh, speaking, of, if we're going to talk about money woes, Kelly Clarkson's ex-husband, Brandon Blackstock, has been ordered to pay her over $2.6 million for business deals he unlawfully handled when he was her manager. He was paid commissions for different deals like he, he got a, he got almost $2 million, $1.9 million for her contract with The Voice. It's not a bad commission. Mm-hmm. He got... $450,000 for her endorsement deal with Wayfair. Mm. The contract should have been made, though, with her talent agent, mm. not him. Okay. So it is time for him to turn those earnings back over to Kelly. Good wow. luck collecting. Yeah, no kidding. Good job. No kidding. We got to take a quick break. Uh, and coming up. You know, there are trade deals you can make. Sometimes, like, you know, on an endorsement deal, you can get paid cash Uh or you can get free product. 
or you can get a combination of both. Mm-hmm. How about this couple that traded Taylor Swift tickets for a free wedding venue? We'll have the story as your E! News. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, yeah, there was the big engagement last night. He made his final pick. Here he is with Teresa Nist, who didn't know if she was his choice or not. I got to the point with... The questions I had asked myself about how did I get here and is she the right girl? And I came to the realization that you're not the right person for me to live with. You're the person that I can't live without. Oh my God. I'm never going to stop believing that every day I choose you. Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, we know he's very good at messing with your head. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, that's a look forward to. Right. So, as you heard Jimmy Kimmel say, they're getting married on a live televised special on January 4th, along with the engagement ring he presented her with a golden rose of course he did <sighs> so now you know <laughs> now you know now you know okay this is exciting james free jewelers bling in a box is back for a year i think it's year 13 i believe it is and we hid one box and i believe we have someone who has found the box is this sadia yeah hi good morning how are you hi I'm good. How are you? Doing great. I'm going to read the clues again, and then you can tell us where you found it, all right? Okay. Okay. It's the most wonderful time, a lot of jewels, and a clever rhyme. Laying in a box is never a bore, and OMG, what a store. Never played before? Here's your shot. Show the regulars what you got. It's a fun thing for you to play either at night or during the day. When I pick a place to hide the box, I look for shrubs and sometimes rocks. To locate the first look on the side, I've been told it's a really great ride. They have both in east and west. Protect yourself and wear a vest. Cover your uh, ears as you search around. It's not up high. Check the ground. All right, Sadia, where was it? It was under the branches of a tree right between Premier Shooting and a Harley dealership. That's right. In now was it they have an east and west that took you to westchester um you know to be honest with you my um our cousin katie has been 
searching bling in a box for five plus years and she's the one that figures out the clue so we did the the physical labor part of it and she, she did the brain part of it she's, she, an, ex- yeah, so we, she's an experienced code breaker I see. Yes. I see i see yeah all right yeah my original goal was to hit the harley davidson store but all of their shrubbery was too new oh. it wasn't big and bushy enough so i had to hit well them. i'll tell you we looked we looked super shady looking in all those bushes. <laughs> it <Yeah>. happens. <laughs> Everybody does. Was there anybody else there while you were there? Yeah. So when we first arrived, there were um, there was a, a woman there. She said she searched everywhere. She said when she arrived, there were a couple other people there. Um, so I, people had been looking yeah. in those bushes and in those trees for ages. And wow. we almost left without looking in that one tree. Yep. And it was way underneath all those branches. So. Yeah. It was funny when I first stuck it there and I pulled away, my headlights hit it and you could see it. So I had to go back oh. and shove it in deeper. Yeah. Oh. All right. So tell me, there's a number on the box. What is the number? Number three. Number three. You've got the $1,500 box. Yay! Wow. Yay. All right. Oh, my gosh. That's so cool. That is so cool. So you're going to hit up James Free Jewelers and do some shopping. And please send me a picture of what you get. I'm always so curious. I will, I will. Yeah, there's so Thank many you so much. Things. You're so welcome. A nice job playing bling in a box. We will have another clue. The first clue for the second box here at 840 on James Free's Facebook page at 835. Q. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. All right, well, Emily Cloud and her husband own the Vintage Rose Wedding Venue in Boise, Idaho. And last November, Emily posted a TikTok offering the the venue for free to anyone willing to give her Taylor Swift tickets. (laughs) And she claims it was 100% a joke. But somebody took her up on it. Jennifer Bowerman and her husband, Mike, were married at the Vintage Rose on October 8th after giving Emily three of their six tickets. Oh, Oh my gosh. How did they get six tickets? Dang. Yeah, I don't know. That's Uh, usually the max you can buy, isn't it, when you get in? They got in good on that, friends. Jennifer says each ticket was $300. So she said we spent about $900 on a $4,500 wedding venue, essentially. Before the wedding, Jennifer and Emily sat side-by-side at the Taylor Swift show. So who knows? Maybe a friendship will grow from this. Right. Possible. Did you guys see Taylor Swift went to the Beyonce premiere? In London, yeah. Yeah, Beyonce had her London movie premiere for her Renaissance film, and Taylor Swift showed up in all silver, which was kind of like a payback, because if you remember, Beyonce came to Taylor's Eros film. Yep. And they were throwing popcorn at each other and just having such a fun time. Oh, yeah. Ultimate girls' night. Fine. <laughs> All right, here's something you probably didn't know about the original Full House. That the cast at one point needed FBI protection. What? Yeah, it's all Uncle Jesse's fault. FBI so, protection? Yeah. Came up during the latest episode of How Rude, Tanneritos podcast featuring Jody Sweeney and Andrea Barber. And John Stamos was their special guest. I guess some psycho showed up outside the studio where the show was being filmed saying he was going to kill Stamos. Oh, my gosh. Not Uncle Jesse. I know. Somebody called security, but he was gone before they showed up. So John had an actual FBI agent following him around 24 hours a day. 
He said, I was so stupid because I tried to ditch them. Huh. Barbara says, quote, I could feel like this nervous energy all throughout backstage. And then right before you went out for your intro, John, you did the sign of the cross. And then I think it was Bob Saget, maybe Dave Coolier. Uh, Coulier. Who <laughs> leaned over to you and said, can I have your parking spot? Sweeten also got her share of attention from creeps, like guys asking for specific photos of her as a child and death threats from men in prison. Mm. She even hired a former bodyguard for Henry Kissinger because the FBI was trying to chase down a guy who threatened to kidnap her. She said it's a weird way to exist. Can wow. you imagine? Yeah. I mean, people don't think about that kind of stuff. You know, when you're like, oh, I want to be famous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, right. Oh, yeah, you think? Right? Full yeah. House ran from 1987 to 1995. I loved that show. Thank I also you. still have a hard like place in my heart. I just love Uncle Jesse. Well, he's so cute. And John still. Stamos has always been in my top five. Yeah, he's pretty so cute. So cute. So there's a story about when comedian Richard Pryor died. It evidently left a hole in Eddie Murphy's wallet. Why? A $100,000 hole. Eddie released an album in the 80s, an album of music. Oh, yeah. The album was called How Could It Be in 1985. That was the name of the album, and off that party all the time was on that album, which went... girl wants to party party all all the the time, time, party party all the the time, time, party all the time. And that song went platinum, which propelled the album to platinum status. Well, when Eddie told Richard that he was planning on releasing a music album, Richard said there was no way Eddie could make an entire album with just music and no comedy. He even bet Eddie $100,000 that it wouldn't happen. Wow. Well, he lost the bet. <laughs> he lost Richard the bet. Richard lost the bet. So anyway, Eddie Murphy, fast forward to today, Eddie Murphy was on Jimmy Kimmel Live Wednesday night, and they were talking about Eddie's music album, and Kimmel started reading some of the liner notes and brought up that old bet because when Eddie released the album, he wrote he wrote this inside the liner notes to Richard Pryor, my idol with whom I have a $100,000 bet. No mother effer I didn't forget. <laughs> and he talked about it. To Richard Pryor, my idol, with whom I have a $100,000 bet. No mother effer, I didn't forget. (laughs) What what was the bet with Richard Pryor? (laughs) When I told him I was doing a music album, he bet me $100,000 that I wouldn't put out a music album where there's no jokes or nothing, it's just all music. He said, said, you'll never do it. And I bet him $100,000. And then I did it, and he never paid me. He never paid you. Did you ask for the money? I never brought it up. We did a movie. We did Harlem Nights afterwards. I never, I never said anything. But he owed you. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny, Eddie. He's got a movie coming out, right? It's a Christmas today. movie. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's on. It's him and Tracy Ellis Ross. It's streaming somewhere. Yes, yeah, yeah, Tracy Ellis Ross. I yeah. love her. She's an awesome actress. Oh, this is where he's playing the dad, right? Yeah, I think so. All right. Remember that god-awful, well, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> it's all very subjective. I Tell actually, us how you really feel. Well, I I acknowledge that it's probably not, it's, it. It's 
not going to win again. That Kate Bush song from oh, uh, Stranger Things. Yeah. Oh, it's yes. got awful, yes. That was in the 80s, and it ended up getting airplay because a lot of people <laughs> who associated it with the show just liked it, and so we started playing it on the radio, and I... It didn't bother me at the time. I thought it was fine, but after a while, it started to grate on my it nerves. Too much. And... At the time, we were like, is she at the top of the hill? She's <laughs> right. been running the hill. Get to the top. Be done. Well, speaking of Kate Bush, we have another nominee for Worst Christmas Song. Oh, great. Take a listen to Kate Bush from a 1979 Christmas special. The song is called December Will Be Magic Again. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Second eight update update week. This is a fun one. It is. Audrey is looking for a second date update this morning. And we're going to do our best to get it done. Get her done. Hi, Audrey. Hi, guys. It's really great to talk to you. You too. Great to talk to you. So tell us about Hunter. How'd that all start? Well, I'm honestly hoping you can get me a boyfriend with this call. (laughs) She wants more than a second date. She wants a boyfriend. So are we. We're hoping the same. Well, I just had the best date with this guy. And I honestly felt so connected to him. And we laughed and laughed basically, basically the whole date. I met him on Hinge. And we went to lunch, which is a nice option, a little day date. And we were there for about two hours, I would say. And we talked the entire time. There was no awkward silences. It was great. We talked about work and family and friends and, you know, like where we like to go on vacation and what we like to do for fun and, you know, all the basic stuff. Mm -hmm. We just seemed to have a lot in common. And I thought he was super cute (laughs) and I could totally see myself having a physical relationship with him. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Yeah, Do you it. know what I mean? Oh, she doesn't hurt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes you just <laughs> spot somebody on the street and think, I could. <laughs> that. I bet they're awesome. Some, sometimes. <laughs> yeah. All the time. <laughs> yeah, there was, there was a definite attraction there. And I really thought that he was feeling it, too. You know, he was definitely flirting with me. When we left, I told him it was really great to meet him. And that I was excited to see where things went. And he was like, yeah, me too. So I texted him that night a couple of times and I never heard a word back. And honestly, I just don't really get it. Like, I don't understand. It was a great date. I swear it was a great date. I know that sometimes it can sound (laughs) like maybe it wasn't, but it was, I swear. And I really do want to see him again. So Please help me. Yeah. Did you? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, he was obviously sincere when he said, yes, me too. Mm -hmm. It's all in the tone, right? For sure. You know, sometimes we, uh, it's different because you were in person, but you know how things get lost in textation. I don't know. Sometimes things get lost in tone. You know how, let's say you got two people in a room together. They're arguing about something. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, you kind of see the point that each person is trying to make, but they're not understanding each other because it's as if they speak two different languages. For sure. Even though they might be saying the same thing. Right. Yeah. Now, I, 
And some, well, and you know, some people can only see things from a first person perspective. Like they can only see a situation the way that they see it. And they completely are incapable of seeing it from anybody else's perspective. Yes. That is like 60% of the population. I just saw a study about this. 60% of the population can see only from a first person perspective. It's so interesting because me and my brother growing up, I think I got all the empathy and he got none. Yeah. Like being able to see things through other perspectives. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty eye opening. Yeah. It's kind of scary. Now, I, I realize that this conversation is a huge expansion on, yes, me too. <laughs> but I was just trying to get a sense of his level of sincerity because I'm sure you rewound that in your brain more than once. And since you connected so well throughout the rest of the date, if you felt the tone matched. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, to me, it did feel genuine. Like I said, it was a great date. Good. I thought it was a great date. You know, he was flirting with me, so it felt genuine. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, now that we got our personal baggage out of the way, <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll take a break. And when we come back, we will call Hunter. And try to get you a boyfriend, Audrey. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Will you settle for a second date? Can we start with that first, if all goes well? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Second date update continues the story of Hunter and Audrey. Next, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Audrey and Hunter met on Hinge where they enjoyed a two-hour lunch together that was so good. There were no awkward silences or pauses, which even amongst friends, that can be difficult. I mean, people ran out of things to say, but not Audrey and Hunter. They talked about work, friends, family, the fun they like to have, vacations they've been on, discovered they had so much in common. The fact Audrey finds him physically attractive doesn't hurt. In fact, Audrey said more than a second date, she wants a boyfriend out of this, which is a tall order. So the pressure is on. I'm a little nervous, though, like, since she wants a boyfriend, I'm wondering, did she come off, like, super strong? And that's why he's kind of like, You could feel the desperation. I'm just kind of going out for coffee or what, you know, whatever. Back off. Because I was commitment phobia too, right. you know? Well, we're about to find out. Let's call him up. Hello? Hi, can we speak to Hunter, please? Uh, this is him. Hunter, Hi. it's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you this morning? Wow. How are you, man? You ever get to listen? <laughs> yeah, a few times. A few times? Cool. <laughs> yeah. We'll take it. We're glad you answered the phone because we wanted to talk to you about a girl. What about a girl? Her name is Audrey, and I guess you had a lunch date recently, and she was very struck by how much you two have in common and how much fun you guys had. In fact, she felt very much at ease with you and was remarking about how there didn't seem to be any of that weird awkwardness that sometimes takes place between two people who have just met. And we just wanted to meet you, man. Talk to you and kind of get a sense from you as to uh, what your thoughts were of the date. Oh, okay. So, like, this is a second-day update, right? Kind of. <laughs> kind of. 
kind of. <laughs> we can start with a second date and see where it leads. Yeah. If you're open. Well, sorry to burst that bubble, but that was the weirdest date I ever had. Really? What happened? Yeah. So she kept dropping quotes from friends. I wasn't really sure what she was doing at first. Quotes from really friends? The sitcom? Yeah. Yeah, the sitcom. So I didn't even know that. I, I, I've never watched the show. So, I, like, at one point she yells, like, pivot, and I look at her kind of funny. <laughs> and, <laughs> and she, like, tells me the backstory. And I'm like, okay, you know, I, I've never watched, so it was kind of like, the references just kept falling flat on me. But then she, like, did it again. She did something about FICA taking all her money. Oh, and, FICA. And oh, FICA. Who is FICA and why are they getting all my money? Yeah, yeah. Rachel said that. Yeah, that's a Rachel line. It's, I don't even know who Rachel is. Jennifer Aniston. Well, that was the character played by Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Oh, okay. Got it. So <laughs> she, <laughs> she explained that and then she explained uh, we were on a break. And That's one of the classics. Something, saying something about like Smelly Cat. I Did think she sing was. Smelly Cat? Because that cat. would be amazing. Smelly cat. Why are you what singing are this? What are they, are they feeding you? <laughs> yeah. It's not your fault. Pivot! 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 Okay, I don't think it's going to pivot anymore. You think? <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> don't keep playing that. He might hang up. <laughs> like, how many references? I mean, was she spouting over a two hour date? Did she spout out three or four references? Or was this something that was became a, no, an overall was, theme for the night? Uh, this was like constant. Like, uh, she dropped a bunch. And she would just like tell me, just like, you know, I had to watch it. It's like the best show ever. And it was just really weird for me. Like, overall, I don't really watch that much TV. And I'm sure I'm not going to, like, binge watch a, like, 30-year-old show. I don't know, dude. It's pretty funny. You might actually enjoy it. You should watch a couple episodes. You should watch it. <laughs> we are totally what is it even on? Is it on, the, is it on Disney? Is it on HBO? No, Where it's is on it? Peacock. So is remember, it Peacock? It, you, yeah, I think okay. it's gone the Peacock Network because it left Netflix. They tried to pay to keep it. But if you have just regular Alta Fiber cable, they run marathons on TBS almost every day of every week, including mm. the weekends. Like, oh, wow. it is so always on. It. Or watch it on demand. I go. will say, though, I understand slightly where he's coming from on this because I never watched The Office, and Jeff and Tim will often quote The Office. That's what she said. And I'm like, oh, huh. But I don't really know who hey. Michael Strahan is or yeah. whoever. Michael or Scott. Whatever. Exactly. <laughs> you know what guy. I'm trying to say here. We know. But you know what? They feel the same way about us dropping Christmas stories. Yeah, like Jeff all the time. gets so freaking annoyed when Jen and I are going, no, I don't. You Fred used Julie. all the glue yeah. on purpose. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> not the thing. And Jen and I are cracking up, but it's not funny for everybody. So if you don't get it, you don't get it. This is a, if That's you know, right. you know, Sitch, you know. Sons of bitches. Bumpa <laughs> says. So dumb. All right. Well, I don't know what to tell you, Audrey. I mean, it doesn't <sighs> sound like you have enough in common, despite everything else. I mean, Friends is pretty pivotal. <laughs> I mean, did you call me weird? <laughs> it, it was weird for I'm me. Not, no, I'm not weird. Like, Hello, Jeff and Jen were just quoting it. All my friends watch Friends, and they love it. 
They quote the show all the time. We think it's hilarious. You're just out of touch. I mean, could you two be any further apart? (laughs) (laughs) You totally get it and love it. Like, honestly. Uh. (laughs) I mean, just like, why were you doing all the friends quoting, though? Is it just one of your favorite shows or were you doing that to kind of break the ice? Yeah. Like, is this something you do all the time or did it come up? I mean, like, like my my friends and I do it all the time. So I guess it's just ingrained in me. And I mean, you guys were quoting it, too. It's a cultural phenomenon. How do you not know friends? You know, and it's funny. It's like, is that something that will go away? I would, you know, my initial reaction would be like, yeah, I mean, you know, a year or two from now, you might have moved on to something else. But I don't know. I mean, quoting Christmas story for For, (laughs) a decade. The whole life. Our whole life. (laughs) I know. Yeah. Still funny. Hilarious. He looks like a deranged Easter bunny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fudge. This is going too far. (laughs) Oh, fudge. So no second date here. Yeah. I mean, honest to God, is <laughs> yeah. this the only really? No, it just was really awkward and weird for me. It's just odd. Like I, I don't really get TV shows like that, and I'm not really gonna watch it. And I don't really want to deal with this ever. <laughs> I feel like no matter what happened, I'll, I'll constantly be told to watch Friends. I think I'm fine. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Well, to each their own, right? Yeah. yeah. Audrey. Looks like you and Hunter are on a break. A permanent break. <laughs> a permanent break. <laughs> yeah. Could I be more sad? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that was about seven months ago when we last spoke with them. Fast forward to today. Let's welcome Hunter back to the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. Welcome to Second Aid Update Update Week, Hunter. Hey, man. How you doing? Good. Good to have you? you back. Thank you. Good to be back. Why now? Why are we talking to you all this time? Why now? Well, I just had to, like, get in touch with you and give you guys an update because I'm kind of realizing now that I was a bit of an idiot. What? <laughs> that takes, yeah. It takes a lot for a man to say that he was an idiot. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does, Jeff. About two weeks ago, after, we, like, we last spoke, I was hanging out with some buddies, and I realized we quote super bad all the time. That's true. Like, like you know, it, it takes nothing for us to, to bring up McLovin or something. That's true so, for a lot of guys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what are the what are the big guy movies that guys quote? I mean, older dudes, definitely Godfather. There are just so Godfather, many lines from the Godfather. Big Lebowski. Mm, big Lebowski. Guys does like um, Varsity Blues. All of the like Rocky movies. Napoleon the, Dynamite. Yeah, mm. Napoleon yep. Dynamite. For for the ladies, it's like Pretty Woman. Oh, yeah, we can whip that out for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Love Actually. Yes, Love oh, Actually. For sure. To me, you are perfect. Definitely. That's an anniversary this year, I Jerry think, Maguire. Love Actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, huh. like, kind of that realization, you know, it made me start to think, and, like, I really started to think of her, and I realized that I was being kind of a dick for judging her for, like, liking something that I didn't even realize. Yeah. And then I started to realize how much I did it myself. So I thought about calling her, but I, I figured I kind of screwed up my chances there. And I was being such a jerk to her in public and all all that. But then, you know, sadly, Matthew Perry passed away, and I decided to, like, reach out. Oh, because you thought she might be having a really rough time. Yeah, I saw so many people were upset, and I just knew she would be having a hard time. Well, and I think that also probably if you didn't already know that was such a huge force, that show was such a huge force in pop culture, you were reminded of it. When we lost Matthew Perry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So 
I text her and we text back and we just started talking and, you know, she was really bummed out about it. And she thought it was like super sweet that I could reach out. I apologized for like being a jerk and I asked if she wanted to get together for like some drinks or, or a movie or something. And she said, yeah. And now we've been dating. Wow. That's exciting. That's great. Is she on the line with us? Hi, guys. Oh, there she is. I just think the whole thing is so wild. I was honestly, like, so surprised to hear from him because, honestly, I was really embarrassed after our last call, and I felt really dumb. No, we were right there with you. Yeah, for sure. We understood. We got it. And I thought he was being ridiculous because, you know, he was. He admits it now. He fell on the sword big time. And is that, I mean, like, let's talk about how meaningful is it is when a, when a man who doesn't really have to, I mean, he could have just let that go. When a man is willing to seek you out and give you a, the sincerest apology he's got, is yeah. that meaning? That's obviously... Something. In this case, it was obviously meaningful enough that you were willing to entertain going out with him again. Yeah, I, mean, I thought it was so sweet that he reached out to me after the Matthew Perry tragedy. You know, I, of course, was totally wrecked about it, but he was super sweet. Yeah. Um, and he does still put up with me talking about it every once in a while. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm still processing the loss. We all are. But what's funny is he's even come around to being open to watching Friends. So he'll sit and watch it with you. It's a great show. So when people were talking about the show after Matthew had passed away, that he said that he made him sing again, and he decided to give it a try. So we've been streaming episodes. Nice. And he he can't stop watching. Well, they were playing a lot of clips, too, after Mm -hmm. Matthew Perry died, too. Like some of his funniest moments. So I'm sure they probably gained a lot of fans who... Maybe you never had a chance to see the show. They saw the clips and thought, we should check that out. Right. Just for fun. Yeah. See if it's any good. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> it's funny with Friends because Chandler is actually his favorite character now. So mm-hmm. he's pretty sad, too, that he died. Mm. So we are united in our grief. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. But, of course, you know, mine cuts deeper because of how long I've had the relationship with the cat. Well, well of, of course. course. <laughs> 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 but outside of the whole Friends thing, everything's been great. It's new. Yeah. But everything's going super, super well. I mean, we even had, between you and me, we had the exclusive talk. Ooh. Wow. Good. Nice. That's That's always such a scary subject to get to. I know. Who initiated it? He did. Oh, nice. Well, you know what that means? You're going to have to go see Superbad. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen Superbad? I have. Oh, you're good. Good. I know. I'm I'm gearing up to start quoting Christmas story left and right. Oh, tis, yeah. Tis the season. Jen and I, do you have yeah. your old fudge mug out yet? I've got my old fudge mug. Yes, you better I get do it that. Out. I got that mug. And I just recently acquired some costumes. Oh. Yeah. I've got the, yeah, I got the bunny. Oh, that's great. And I got the fragile. And the leg lamp. And the leg lamp. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're so happy for you two. Really appreciate you two coming back on Second Date Update Update Week. And of course, I'm glad to yeah. be here. Yeah, thank you. Don't be strangers. Stay in touch. Please do. I okay. will. Because we'll be there for you. That's right. You two couldn't be any cuter. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is. Second yeah. Date Update Update Week. Another one on the books. And if we can do a second date update for you, shoot us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Yeah. 
if you missed any portion of that, we're going to replay it for our 8 o'clock listeners. So, so just hang out a bit. Missed it. Yeah. Yeah. 7.27 right now coming up. How much does a good date cost? Since we're talking about dating. We'll get into that. Real dollars and cents of it. And the smart toilet, which we were just talking about yesterday. Jen got to experience a heated toilet that was pretty sweet. It was coming home and sitting back down on a cold one really was jarring. Well, we got a story of one that burst into flames while someone was using it. (laughs) News that didn't make the news and snack time with Tim. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Harrison Junior School, and I have my sixth grade advanced math students with us today. Where do you guys see yourself after high school? Uh, my name is Eli. I expect to be um, in an MLS FC Cincinnati Stadium playing in the game. Nice. I think we're going to beat Columbus Crew. 15 years out, what are we doing? I'm going to be a technician just like my dad and code like websites and stuff. That sounds really complicated. Yeah, it is. Hi, my name is Jameson. I'm I'm going to be on an MLB baseball field playing for the Cincinnati Reds. What are you going to bring to the team? ton of home runs. Uh, hi, my name is Trista, and after college, I'll probably go and play soccer somewhere. I don't know if I'm going to play for the women's U.S. team, but I know I want to play soccer. My dad's company builds closets, and he went to one of the girls from Q102's house and built a closet oh, there. cool. Where's your dad work? Closets and more. Oh, yeah, they've been to my closet, too. Fun fact, one day, Mars will get its own rings. Its moons are really small, and they're really close. Mm-hmm. And one day, like millions of years in the future, they will be ripped to shreds. 15 years out, your crystal ball, what are you seeing? Hi, my name's Campbell. There's a lot of challenging things in life, and um, one of them is getting a job. Um, I see myself in 15 years high up in the sky as a pilot. My dad is a pilot, so I plan to follow him. He flies for Delta. Has he taken you any place really cool and unexpected? Yeah, we actually bought a plane about a year ago. You have your own plane? Yeah, it's over by the Harrison Airport, actually. Oh, yeah. It's a uh, paper Cherokee. Wow. Oh, that cool. fun? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. They fly over our house all the time. That little, it's a Cincinnati State West campus, and it has a little airport there. And so we have these little planes that fly over all the time. It's pretty cool. Including that kid's dad's plane. I bet it is his dad. Well, you know, I usually talk to the the younger kids, you know, kindergarten, first, second, third grade. So this was sixth grade, so I wasn't sure what I should discuss with them. Yeah, So I was like, let's just talk about the future. And they all had a plan. Yeah, that was pretty neat. I love Thanks that. Math. So mm. thanks to Mrs. Kraft's class at Harrison Junior School. Yes. You know, fun fact, Mrs. Kraft is our uh, cheer coach for our K-1 Rams as well. Oh, wow. Her daughter's in my daughter's class. How fun. Yeah, it's a fun place. Well, the kid was talking about his, his dad, who's a pilot for Delta Airlines. We had the privilege yesterday of taking a tour of the control tower, the air traffic control tower at CVG. And you were pretty giddy about this. Oh, my goodness. It was. You're a, you're a nerd. Totally. <laughs> Both of you boys. And we attract other nerds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, thank God. 
Lynette reached out to us. Her husband, Rob, is an air traffic controller there known as UC. That's his nickname. They, they all got nicknames there. Of course they do. And that's his. That's his call sign. And they, they invited us out to UC to see CVG's air traffic control tower. He came in on his day off. And so we got to go all the way up to the top and mm-hmm. see CVG from that perspective and see how they operate. Mm-hmm. We got to go downstairs, which is a, a separate air traffic control center that's known as Departures or Tricon. I'm probably screwing it up. But. I know, that's right. <laughs> Tricon is right. So what did you learn yesterday? Oh, my God. We learned so much. <laughs> I, mean, I think my big takeaway was it's very technical. It's very high pressure. And uh, it has been condensed through the years because of, A, technology, and, B, uh, there's less flights that kind of go through every day. Mm-hmm than maybe when Comair was here years and years ago. So that he said there used to be 20 guys in here. Now there's only four. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay. It was super cool. It was so mm-hmm. neat, like, learning about how someone, like, obviously somebody is always in the tower, but just, like, how high up it is. And you could see, like, the entire airport and the oh, Amazon I bet the view. Did you take pictures and, of the view? Oh, yeah. yeah. We did. Tim took a, a lot of great pictures from the perspective up there. It was so cool. But when you think about the amount of planes, the amount of air traffic, and how they have all of them on a radar screen, and they're basically, I mean, that that's the definition of air traffic controller is mm-hmm. making sure that there's at least a 1,000 feet of vertical separation and that, you know, one's not gaining on another if they happen to be in the same lineup for the runway. Mm-hmm. I mean, the sense of space you have to have and to be able to translate it to a computer screen and multitask, just just have a command of all of that happening at mm-hmm. once is mm-hmm. mind blowing. Yeah, it's a lot going it's on. It's such a skill, and they you, you they don't even consider you for that job if you're past the age of thirty, right? And, to start and, anyway, right? Yeah. And when, once you reach the age of fifty six, it's mandatory retirement. Wow, yeah. you're out. <laughs> yeah, but you know what else they do? It's not just the airplanes. It's those, you know, the people that are driving the trucks, like the maintenance guys. They're talking to those guys, telling them when they can cross over the road. They're talking to all those people that are on the airport, like, area there. Yeah, And all of the regional little, like, the Harrison Airport and yeah. the one at UC Claremont and the one in Butler County and Lunkin. They're doing all of that from CVG, Yeah, which I thought was pretty neat. You mm-hmm. know, you can't see it. But you see it like right. on their computer screens. Did you know the tower, when you see that giant tower out there, has an area where you can walk outside? It's yeah, a catwalk. catwalk. We went wow. outside at the top of that damn tower. We were taking selfies from it up there, man. Crazy. It was wow. crazy. And it was and windy, windy, too. So how long of a shift do they work? Because I would imagine that's super intense. You don't do a full eight-hour day. No, but they get a lot of breaks. Like you, you work at the controls for half an hour, and then you take. I think forty. Correct minutes. me if I'm wrong. You work forty minutes, and then you break for a half hour, and then you work forty. Or how does I that work? I think he said that you work for an hour and a half, and then you take a break. So, so what happens but if you have to a, go to the bathroom? Is there a hovering one that steps into your? But there's seat a if rotation. Get up? Like they constantly rotate. So it would be like if we sat in this chair for an hour and whatever, and then we would take a break, and then I would go and sit in Jeff's chair. And then at the end of that, I would go and take a break and then go sit in Jen's chair. So you're constantly kind of like rotating like what you're looking at or what you're doing. Yeah, we didn't actually witness anyone taking a break. But I mean, I I would imagine like if I had to take a break, kind of like we do here, like, you know, Tim or someone plugs in and jumps back here until I get back. So you weren't distracting and you didn't cause any incidences to occur. And we also (laughs) kept our hands in our pockets so we didn't touch anything. I felt like. I'm serious. I felt like. Like, 
I, I know they wanted us there and they were showing us things, but I was like, oh my God. We shouldn't be here. I we totally felt like I was in the way. We yeah. should not be oh, in yeah, here. Yeah. 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 It's just so funny because, you know, people will come in here for a tour and, and they're just oblivious. We, we turn the mics on, we put our headphones on, and they keep talking. They're to still us. talking. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> you know, so I just wonder what that. So you probably didn't interact at all directly with any of the... No, we actually did. No, we We, did. We were lucky enough to... So the reason we went at the time we went was because it was at a very uh, quiet time and part of the day where there's not a lot... Yeah, airport traffic is very low at that time of day. So the guys could pause and kind of explain what they were doing as they were doing mm-hmm. it. But it was also, they like, like we would say, like, you know, what does that do or what is this? And he would be like, airport, clear for And we'd be like, ooh. Like, there's a, like, the there's a very specific yeah. phraseology that sure. needs to be used per FAA regulations. Okay. Yes. And so they, they would sort of, like, break down the, the, the air traffic speak. Gotcha. In essence, so that it would make more sense to someone who's, say, listening to it on Live ATC. Gotcha. Which is the app that anyone can download and listen to air traffic control talk at any airport in the world, pretty much. Which you much. spend how many hours a week on? He just had it up this morning. <laughs> He's embarrassed. I was showing her say. this morning, yeah. He was like, hey, look at these inbound. Do you uh, every blah, day? Blah, blah, Is that an everyday thing? Oh, yeah, well, every I, day. I don't necessarily listen to it every day, but I probably <laughs> glance at it every day just to see what direction the planes are coming in. Because uh-huh. sometimes, like, when they're when they're coming in from the east, heading westbound and landing on runway 27, that's, that's the runway where they literally, those big cargo jets come right over your shoulder from the observation spot. So uh-huh. th- that's great viewing times. Right. Yeah. So I'll hop on there and I will look. I mean, that's that's live right now. Oh, I'm, wow. I'm showing wow. Jen. Jeff's that's app that he crazy. has, he can touch it and you can see like, oh, it's coming from Miami. Wow. Because oh, you know when you and look at... Every <laughs> 15 <laughs> seconds or so, they'll move. Yeah. But like all the green planes that you uh-huh. see there are taking off and all the blue planes that you see are coming in for well, landing. I, can, I already see an issue with this. The green and the blue are too close together in colors. Color. One should be green and the other should be red. Yeah, but you know when you look right. at planes and you're like, I wonder where <laughs> they're coming go, from. Right? Jeff Stop can tell go. you like where they're coming wow. from on his apps and stuff. Oh, yeah. You just like. You just touch it and it'll You just say, touch like, the plane. And it tells you where the flight from, is going. And then that little flag pops code. up. Yeah. There you go. That that one just took off from CBG. It's on its way like to Miami. Amelia Earhart in a former life or something. Maybe one of the right brothers. Maybe you were one of the right brothers. I don't know. I got to get to shop till you drop, but I'll just say this real <laughs> quick. It was really cute because Lynette, who who set this up with Rob, her husband, who's the air traffic controller, was talking to us. She said, when I was a little girl, I always had a fascination with aviation. Mm-hmm. And I said, someday I'm going to marry a man who works in aviation. And <laughs> she, she didn't did. didn't specify. She didn't say, I'm going to marry a pilot or I'm going to marry a whatever. She used the word aviation. 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 Yep. Yeah. And they met in the San Francisco Bay Area. And I guess uh, they both have taken flying lessons. And uh, mm-hmm. wow. her dad was it's involved with aviation. Passion. And so, yeah. It was really neat. Thanks to letting cool. us all come. Yeah, big it was thanks. Great. Really Huge. enjoyed them. I'm going to post some of these pics here in a little bit. Okie doke. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.